The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast. Good evening, guys. It's Monday. It's me. It's Massy Millions. Massy Bartholomew Archibald Broadbent. Massy Millions. I'm here for another edition of Just Another Mad Sea Monday. Whoa, whoa. I wish it was Sunday. Whoa, whoa. But that's my fun day. Whoa, whoa. I don't have to run day. It's just another Mad Sea Monday. Good evening. Thanks for tuning in. You don't have to stay. You don't have to watch. You can listen, though, because I've got some stuff to talk about. It's Monday. It's February. No, it's not. It's March. You know what? You're not tired. You're just uninspired. So let me see if I can give you some inspiration. Hello, Caroline. My wife's on the call. Shit, I better not badmouth Caroline. She, she's watching. God, I usually do. Do you think that society is a little bit programmed? Do you think that we, we, we kind of channel to think a certain kind of thing? Um, I do. And, and I find it very interesting and I think a lot about it and I read up and learn a lot about it. But, um, but anyway, just before, a little bit of housekeeping. So I did a post earlier on about if you ever see somebody talking about me in a bad way, tell me who, tell me that, who that person is and I will choose to just cut them out of my life. And I've had quite a lot of private messages saying, you know, is everything all right? And what's what? Some, someone said something, and is everything okay? And I'm like, everything's absolutely fine. I'm not having a dig at anyone. I'm just so passionate and protective of my time and who I spend my time with that I literally do not want to waste a, another second of my entire life talking to anyone that isn't feeling the same way as I feel about them, or if they actually don't like me, then why are you wasting your time, mate? Do us both a favour and off you fuck, and I'll go put someone in your place that actually respects my time and your time. Anyway, that's all that's about. But yeah, um, you know, what I've, what I've started to realise a lot is that society, it's made, especially in the UK, with social media, Instagram, marketing, TV, TV programmes, the radio and the news, the way that it is, it's designed to make us feel inferior. It's designed to make us feel like we're not good enough so that we want more, that we, we want to have things that we don't currently have, um... And, we, you know, we want better clothes, we want a nicer house, we want to go on those holidays to that place because those people look so happy when they're there. Why aren't I feeling like that? Um, but we forget that those people have emotions just like we do and they'll have just as much pain inside that we do. It's all material. And another thing I've noticed is, you know, is it just me or is there... There seems to be much more addiction. Everyone seems to be addicted, have some kind of addiction to something. Uh, they're stressed out. The people, especially women, and I say this a lot, there's so much stress and anxiety, especially in women. 
I've never seen as much in my entire life. And I don't think it's because now people are more open to talking about it. They are. But they're literally, there's men and women that are absolutely fried. Their brains are fried. Suicide's up. There's more suicide than there's ever been in the history of planet Earth right now. And and to top it, you know, one of the reasons is because of the cost of living. The cost of living keeps going up, 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 up. But at the same time, jobs are getting squeezed. The, the, the amount of money per hour that we're working for is, is staying the same. Meanwhile, the cost of living is going up. Meanwhile, we're getting programmed to think that we need all these other things. So we feel constantly fighting just to keep up appearances. We're constantly trying to uh, scrape together enough money just so we seem like we've got our shit together. And it's it, it's a it's a it's a pandemic. It's uh, it's difficult, and 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 it's not going to get any easier because careers, care, unless you're self-employed, unless you've got a career that you that really is going to stand the test of AI and automation over the next five to ten years, careers aren't going to last longer than five five or ten years themselves. The people are going to jump 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 from job to job to career to career. You're going to have to change skill set. It's going to be a, a absolute fucking blag, right? And all this is to come, sports fans. I'm glad to tell you. But but this is why when I do these videos and, what you know, the when I l l read these books, it's because I'm in an industry called network marketing. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about network marketing. Because network marketing... What happens is it gets a little bit of a bad rep because because really people fear what they don't know and they don't understand. Um, and just like any other industry, it's had its dickheads in it. So it tends to get a bad rep sometimes. But I can tell you now, network marketing was the best business decision that I've ever made. Uh, and what network marketing is designed to do is to alleviate and negate those pressures that I was just talking about. You know, if you hate your job, there's no way out of it unless you either upskill, uh, invest in yourself and get some qualifications and change careers, or you start your own business and you phase your job out, and that's what network marketing is designed for. It's, it's a way to build a, a second income. But the reason why people might think, oh, am I so happy? Or it pretends to be so happy all the time. The reason is I am because I've got a purpose. And my purpose is attached directly to my network marketing business. It's not, it, it, it is about earning money, but it's not really about earning money. It's about freedom. And you can get freedom through network marketing, through the kind of money that you earn in network marketing. There's a there's a guy called Jim Rohn. Uh, Jim Rohn was one of the greatest ever uh, motivational public speakers the world's ever known. He's dead now. He was Tony Robbins's mo uh, mentor, if if you know who he is. Uh, and he had a quote, and he said, "Work full time on your job, but part time on your fortune." Now, when when people sorry, just got a call there. When people get Get, uh, hear words like fortune, fortune, or oh, th this immediately switch off because this we saw use this. If you're like me and you're from the working class background, grew up in and around council estates, bunking off school, no qualifications, 
Words like fortune are alien. Earning a fortune seems like something that's impossible. People on TV earn a fortune. People on Instagram earn a fortune. All I can do is bang nails into walls, so I'm never going to get my fortune. But that's bollocks. And and the more I study about it, the more I learn that, that anyone can, can get their fortune. Now, fortune doesn't have to be multi-multi-millionaire. To me, if I, if I was to earn £3,500 a month in residual income, that, I would be free, financially free. Now, is £3,500 a month a fortune? To me, £3,500 a month is a fortune. To some people, £3,500 a month is nothing. But to me, it's a fortune. So you ask yourself, what are my current outgoings every single month? And if I could get it to a point where I can cover those outgoings with money that comes into my account, whether I'm working or not, would that change my life? Is that a fortune? What is that number? Some people, it's 500 quid. Lucky buggers. Some people, it's £100,000 a month. But whatever that number is, if you can cover that residual income, you're free. You're financially free and you can literally live the life that you choose whenever you want, wherever you want. Decide when to get up. Decide when to go to bed. Decide where you want to go, when you want to go. You do what the fuck you want. It's your life. Now, the thing is, what I've started to... What I've started to notice is people from a working class background like me, people from the similar sort of jobs like me, you know, typical nine to five jobs, they don't think it's possible. They think it's impossible. Network marketing, most of the people in a working class environment do not succeed in network marketing. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. That In one word, it's belief. Most people don't believe they can. So therefore, they might get started and get all excited doing network marketing and they'll quit because it just takes too long to earn the kind of money that they're wanting. But then I say to, to that person, how long will it take you to earn that kind of money in your current job? Well, they'll probably never be able to earn it. So what are you worried about? What are you whinging for? Why are you quitting? Um, and and, and it's, it boils down to belief. And, and, and the other thing is, people in the working class environment like me, like the people that I know, they care, we care, I care too much about what everyone else thinks of them. People's precious little ego, people are so bothered about how they're perceived by other people, they will literally work as a slave, work in a shitty job that they, that they absolutely hate, put themselves into all kinds of trouble and debt just so other people think that they've got the shit together and they're all right. That is how powerful other people's opinions uh, are weighed on a lot on, on most of us. Now, there's a guy, Roger Bannister. In 1954, Roger Bannister was the first person to run a four-minute mile. Since 1954, loads of people have run a, a, a four-minute mile. He was a doctor. He wasn't even a runner. He entered into the Olympics and ran the first ever four-minute mile. He trained up for it. Now, scientists didn't even believe it was possible to run sub-four minutes in a, a, for a mile. But, uh, but as soon as people believed that it could happen, because Roger Bannister made it happen, now loads of people have done it. Jim Hines, a man called Jim Hines, 1968, he was the first person to run below 10 seconds, 100 metres. Before that, scientists thought that nobody 
could run less uh, run less than 10 seconds it was physically impossible uh, the way that a human body is made up could not possibly do it now if anybody gets above 10 if if, if anybody finishes the 100 meters in 10 seconds they would be lucky to even get into semi-final at olympics and the last one buster douglas buster douglas was the first person to knock Mike Tyson out. Mike Tyson in the 1980s was an animal. He was punching people out, left, right and centre, finishing fights off in less than a minute. Nobody thought anyone could beat Mike Tyson, but, but, but Buster Douglas did. And Buster Douglas said, watch this, I'm going to do it. And he kept telling his mum, I'm going to do it for you, mum. I'm going to do this for you. She was an hairdresser. And she was telling all, all ladies at the, at the salon, my son, my buster's going to do it. You watch. Mike Tyson's knocking everyone out, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. My buster's going to knock that Mike Tyson out. Secretly, Buster Douglas was absolutely shitting himself. He thought, how am I going to beat this guy? But one thing what happened is his mum died a few weeks before the fight. And he promised his mummy were gonna be uh, he were gonna beat him. So Buster Douglas hung in there till the end of the fight. Mike Tyson never been taken that far before. Buster Douglas knocked him out, became champion, and the rest is history. Now, what happened after Buster Douglas knocked Mike Tyson out? All of a sudden, everyone started knocking Mike Tyson out. Everyone, because now they believed. Now they believed. So just because other people don't believe that it's possible. Don't mean to say that me or you doing what you're doing can think it's impossible. Uh, think can think you can think it's possible. If other people think it's impossible, so what? That's up to them. It don't matter if people think what you're doing is impossible. It don't matter if you think what other people are doing is impossible. They think it's possible, so fuck you. They're doing it anyway. They're not live. If when if you want to do something, and other people are trying to tell you that it won't work or it won't, it's impossible. What you're trying to achieve is impossible. It just doesn't work. Remember, just remember this: they're not living your life with your mind and your circumstances and your experiences. They don't have to deal with your regrets. You're go you've got to deal with your regrets forever. They don't. They just say, oh, I don't work. And they'll just have a little bitch about you in a kitchen and then, then change the subject because they're so, their attention's so fleeting anyway. They can't remember saying these things about you. But you've got to live with the regrets. You do. Anyway, guys, this is your Matsy Monday. I love you. Thanks for watching. And I'll see you later on. Bye.